0: Hey everyone, you're listening to the 10 Years Will It Matter podcast, the podcast that teaches you strategies, teaches you tactics on how to bring clarity in your life right now for the transformation that you need. Let's get started and let's make it count. I'm your host, Imani. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode. Of course, I'm your host, Damani. I want to welcome you to wherever you're listening to this episode from, whatever platform is your home, whether that's Apple, whether that is Anchor, Spotify, Podcaster, Wavecaster, Stitcher. I think we're in a whole bunch of places now, and I love that. Um, I want this to get out to as many people as possible, and I'm so excited about um, what I have coming up for you guys. And I'm also really excited and appreciative of your support. It means a lot to me and it means a lot to what is a a big, big interest of mine and me being able to explore that, share it with you, Um, educate myself, educate others. uh, As I get taught, as I continue to go deeper into the subject, I, I just love what's going on here and I really, really thank you for your support. So let's talk. Matter of fact, before we get started, a couple things that I want to make sure I um, I call you out to do. Okay, I definitely want you to check out the Instagram, um, follow it. Uh, if you comment on a post, tag tag somebody, engage with it. Um, but check us out on Instagram. Uh, that's at Ten Years Will It Matter. Also, head over to our website at Ten Years Will It And put in that info that it's asking. I think right now it's just asking for an email address. And what that's going to do is it's going to keep you tapped in on what we have coming up. I know one thing that I'm very excited about is a workshop um, uh, that I want to get going really soon. And by you signing up, um, it lets me know what you may be interested in hearing. um, Maybe what even questions you have that you feel like uh, can be answered in what's going on here at 10 years. Will it matter? Okay. Uh, Of course, there's going to be a gift with that. It's going to come down to maybe some type of audio book, audio download, or ebook, maybe even both. Uh, so that's what I'm calling you out to do. Now, without further ado, we are now about to get into episode five. And in episode five, this This episode is part two of our vulnerability conversation. Um, Vulnerability is such an amazing topic. And I was challenged and I'm challenging myself to go deeper into this topic. And I think it's so very, very, very important that I do. You know, for for anybody that's listening to this for the first time, You know, it wasn't that long ago where I found myself, like so many other people, really in a really difficult situation. And I I asked myself, how did I get here? Have you ever had that moment when it feels like everything you've known or the things that you've planned are falling out from underneath you. In your mind, you have this this goal, this set of dreams of the things that you want to do and how you want to do them. And it feels like it's being ripped apart from you in the very moment where you need them the most. Now, that's where I found myself. And I'm going to tell you guys something that isn't the easiest thing to to come to terms with. But I really believe in owning what you feel emotionally. And vulnerability isn't any different. For me, what it felt like was I was alone in the deepest part of the ocean and I wasn't able to swim. I felt like even with the support that I had, that it was just me, that there was no life vest, there was no lifeguard coming to save me. And all I wanted to do was breathe and I was starting to drown. Now coming from my background, being able to own that, being able to even verbalize it, I don't know if that's happening too often. And that's what scares, it scares me. Because I feel like what happens is, is that we're we're taught and we're trained to only acknowledge certain emotions. And the thing is, is that if you only acknowledge when you're feeling happy or when things are going right, then you have no idea how to engage those emotions that aren't happy and that aren't positive. So you find yourself stuck, and I'm telling you this from experience. I know what that feeling of being stuck is, but why it scares me is is that the moment that you don't start standing up for what it is that you believe or what it is that you experience, you're putting yourself in a very, very difficult situation and I feel like so many of us, whether it's, it's black men, whether it's, it's women who are just as capable as, as their counterpart and they're being neglected and rejected, that lack of being able to engage those emotions can, can come to a head. And in some communities, that can go straight to violence. And in some communities, that can go straight to depression. But what it seems to be happening consistently is that we're only told to acknowledge or embrace those feelings that are socially acceptable, if you will. And the problem with that is, is that if you can't tell yourself that I have an insecurity or I have a jealousy, or I have anxiety, and you bury that feeling down, you're going to be very, very challenged to be your whole self. And what that looks like can just be very, very ugly and very, very dark and push you into a place that you feel like you can't come out of. Now, speaking from personal experience, the type of rawness that I felt, the circumstances behind it, losing my job, expecting my first child, these are stories that are real to me because they're my real experience, but they're also a real, a real source of, uh, of of strength for me. But I had to own and embrace that. Because by owning and embracing it, I could have conversations around it. I could communicate with others about it as hard as it was. And it's very hard for you to be a a, a person that was raised like I was. And to have to talk to friends, have to talk to families, uh, family members and, and, and extended families and really humble yourself and and not humble yourself in a way that you were arrogant previously but humble yourself in terms of saying my plan is not going the way I wanted it to go and it's scary and it's frustrating and I want it to happen faster and this is the last thing that I ever wanted to happen for myself but if i don't say anything about it these emotions are going to fester and they're going to take me down and they're going to drive me to a very dark place and i'm man enough to say that i am um i'm i'm fearful i'm man enough to say that i'm scared and that doesn't make me less of a man i'm man enough to say that i'm vulnerable or I have insecurity and i believe I honestly believe there is so much power in acknowledging and embracing emotions. But two things to me tend to happen. The first thing is, is that you're conditioned to not do that. You're conditioned to think that I can only have a certain spectrum of emotions. And that's all I'm allowed to have. I'm not allowed to be more than, the, than the, the smartest person in the class or the person that has all the right answers or the person that seems to be the most confident or the most articulate person or the person with the best grades or the person with the wor- worst grades. Basically, I'm not allowed to be a person that can change. And you get stagnant and you get stuck And whatever it is you're in, you're not able to grow because you're not able to fully embrace and develop all aspects of yourself. And the other thing I notice is is that you're not surrounded by people who can accept, acknowledge, and challenge who you are, what you are, and what you're becoming to be a better version of that. And so what that looks like is your friend who's your friend for a lot of uh, uh, a lot of seasons in your life, become someone who closes off. And instead of them describing to you or articulating to you what's going on in their life, they start becoming shut off. And maybe it's something that they're dealing with in their personal life, in their romantic relationship. Maybe it's something that's happening at their workplace. Maybe it's something that's happening in their spiritual journey or religious journey. Maybe it's something that's happening with a family member who's sick or ill. The list can go on and on and on. But that disconnection in, in someone or a group of people who are there to support and exchange support with then becomes a space that you don't feel safe to express your vulnerabilities or your discomfort or your, your challenges. Or areas where you need growth. And what you end up finding yourself with is somebody who needs somebody who has nobody. And psychologically, what that puts them through. You know, there weren't too many people that I could speak with that understood what I was going through. And that hurt. And I'm okay with that hurt. Because that hurt taught me something. It was a lesson. And it's something that I can go back to as an ongoing lesson that keeps giving. There's not a lot of people that you meet who can explain to you in the matter of a couple of months that The job that they were working, that was uh, uh, calling it what it is, was was supposed to, right? Supposed to be something that was going to be able to take them to the next level, was taken from them. And when I say taken from me, I'm not saying that because I'm a victim. Thank God I had a couple plans in place already to make sure that if something like that happened, but one thing I didn't have any plans for outside of financial was emotional. What was my day-to-day going to look like if the unexpected happened from an emotional and psychological perspective? Who was I going to be able to turn to just to be a, 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 a sound sounding board if that's what I needed? And boy, oh boy, did I need it but I made a couple promises to myself that day, even before that day that got reinforced in that situation. But one of the biggest ones that I didn't necessarily count on and is one that we all can, can develop so much, so much more, myself included, is about embracing your emotions. You know, in pop culture today, it seems like it seems like nobody gives two biscuits about what people are really going through. The way most of us are told to take care of ourselves is to ignore it, is not to deal with it. In a lot of cases, we're told through marketing through commercials, through what have you. is to seek treatment, normally through some type of pharmaceutical means like a pill or a tablet, an injection, this or that. But what I'm starting to really see clearly is that the way to do something on the outside starts on the inside. It really starts with acknowledging what's going on inside of you. Being able to own that and hopefully being in a support system or in a community that allows you to do that without judgment. Because vulnerability is an an emotion just like happiness is. But it carries a different burden and a different weight that can be paralytic for some people that can prevent them from moving when in reality it's something that needs to be acknowledged it's something that needs to be discussed it's something that needs to be supportive and celebrated because it's an emotion just like a whole bunch of emotions that we experience And there's no reason that it should be treated in, in, in such a way that it's only reserved for people who are deemed Or tagged as weak. How dare somebody call call you weak for being vulnerable? How dare somebody call you weak for being insecure? How dare you call somebody that for being fearful? These are all emotions. And there's a root to the emotions. And there's work that can be done to strengthen and fortify those emotions. But it shouldn't be bastardized. It should not be considered a a weakness. It should not be considered a hindrance. It should not be considered something that's faulty or flawed. So I want to challenge you listening to this. I want to challenge you to look at yourself and say out loud what is an emotion that you're feeling that scares you. And I want you to find somebody who you're comfortable talking to and try to share with them what it is about that emotion that scares you. Now, if you don't have anybody that you can share that with, send me a DM, write it in the comments. Sometimes you need a sounding board or or. Uh, somebody to bounce an idea off of that's not in your personal life and I can be here to help you with that. But if you do have that person, have that dialogue, have that conversation. I'm so tired of what I'm seeing in the news around emotions that that go unpacked that in some cases leads to life being lost, leads to family separations leaves the things being done out of anger. So that's my challenge to you for this week. Now, if anything that was said today triggered something that you want to dive deeper into, keep riding with us or go and get any type of healing, counseling, support that you need somewhere else. Lastly, if you haven't done it already after you get on the after you get on the website, this may be the perfect opportunity for you to really be able to pour into yourself into pour into the development of yourself to step outside of your comfort zone where you're right now. check out the website, check out the survey um I think once you sign up for the emails, you will get a link out to the survey. I want anybody listening to this to participate. Being able to collect this information, some may call it open source, is going to do a large amount of good for the community. A large amount of good. Okay. Now, I thank you for your time again. I'm your host, Imani, for the 10 Years Will It Matter podcast.